<laughs> okay, so we're here with uh, Mauricio, and this is not an official Spirits and More talk show. We're just kind of testing our technology tonight. But anyway, we're going to talk to a very, what you would call skeptic, uh, realist. Realist. Atheist. So, um, yeah, man. So, again, for, for the record on the recording, what do you have against ghosts? What do you have against purple unicorns? Well, I've never seen a purple unicorn, but I've never seen a ghost oh. either. But I've had weird stuff happen. I have had things happen. That well, are those are the po- those are their purple unicorns that, that are, are doing all that stuff. <laughs> you know, okay, so you t- you're telling me you've never ever experienced something that just didn't have an explanation. Oh no! Of course you have, but then you're like, eh, it could be this, could be that, it could be that, whatever. There's, there's, there's explanations, even if you can't sit there and explain it. Right, but, but has anything happened that you thought, wow, that's really weird? I mean, something that kind of like, you know, messed with your head. Like you're like, what the hell was that? Um, nothing p- comes to mind. So you've never had. You've never had an experience where something's like, whoa, that doesn't make any sense. Let me give you, I'm going to tell you my Sure. See, you just said two different questions. One, I said no to. This one, I could say yes to. Okay, say yes. I did. I've had weird stuff happen. Like what? Well, I can't think of anything, but I'm sure... See, now that's the thing. If there was something like I'm about to tell you, you definitely wouldn't forget. So let me tell you what happened to me. So I was, this is the very first unusual experience I ever had that I thought, wow, that could be something paranormal. Um, I was living in an apartment near USD. You've been there. And um, mm-hmm. at the time, the girlfriend was in bed in the bedroom. And from the bedroom, there was a hallway, of course, that went to the bathroom. And then if you continued on down that hallway, you ended up in the kitchen. So, which was sort of the entrance area to the house, or to the apartment. So, it was about 11 o'clock at night, and I had to go to the bathroom, and I got up, and she was still in bed, and I walked to the bathroom, and opened the door, and went inside there, and I sort of closed the door, but I didn't latch it. It was just, I just kind of pushed it closed, so it was, it wasn't closed, it was just, you know, ajar, but somewhat closed, you couldn't see in the bathroom. And I was standing there doing what I needed to do, and all of a sudden, the door pushed open. And when I say pushed open, I don't mean like a breeze blew it open. You know, there's a very distinct sound to when a door, you know, if you go up to any door in your house right now and slap it, slap it open, you know, the, the attack of the slap is going to be quick. The squeak is, is fast and then it slows down, you know, as the, as the momentum of the door slows down because the Well, there you go. You just, you just uh, told me what it was. Well, hold on. So let me finish the story. So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, the door just like, as if it was pushed quickly from a hand, if you just push it quickly. And then, anyway, it kind of went fast and then slowed down. And it almost had a slapping sound, too, so I totally thought it was her. And when I finished what I was doing, I flushed the toilet, and I opened the door, and I expected to see the kitchen light on, because that would have been where she was going if she had passed by the bathroom in the hallway. So I looked to the right, and I didn't see the light on. I thought, oh, that's weird. 
So then I walked to the bedroom and she was still laying in bed and I laid down and I said, did you go, I said, did you go out there to the, to the kitchen? And she said, no. And I said, okay. And I didn't say anything, but that was the first like unexplained thing. There weren't windows open in the house. There was no, the house didn't have like a pressure thing where it would, you know, there's no reason for pressure to blow that door open with that kind of velocity. So that was the first thing that I would say was unusual that happened that didn't have an explanation as far as I was concerned, because, you know, I, I just couldn't see what it could be. So, so you as a skeptic, tell me what you think could have caused that door to push open like that rapidly initially with almost a slap sound as if someone walked by and pushed the door open quickly um, if no one did. A mouse ran into it, or a rat. Yeah, that's not true. I don't know if it is, but it's definitely an explanation. <laughs> a realistic explanation. What do you mean? That is realistic. That's, you said, like... I, I never saw a mouse there. There was no rodent problem in this place. You, you were half asleep. No, I wasn't. I was frog's ready. pajamas. I was, I was ready to go to bed, so I was definitely not asleep. It was the wind down of the day where you go to your bedroom and kind of hang out before you go to sleep. But anyway, I, I mean, I just didn't have an explanation for it. It's really strange. Now, to further follow up on that, nothing else ever happened there that I would call unusual. Um, however, my girlfriend who was living there at the time, when we were moving out and cleaning up, um, she said in the corner of her eye, down the hallway, she saw what looked like a little troll and I'm not making this up this was some kind of little thing that was about she said about a foot and a half to two feet tall quickly go down the hallway in the corner of her eye and she was pretty certain she saw that so that's the two things that happened the door got pushed open so when she said that I thought that little troll is who pushed that door open was what my brain told me you know because what else Did you, by chance, vote for Trump? No. No, I didn't. I didn't vote so, for Hillary either. But let's... I was is, just saying, is, because you, you sound like... This is not a political... No, I, I know. <laughs> hey, no, but what I'm saying is, for real, I mean, think about that. For real. you got to put yourself there, because a lot of times these ghost stories... I boards, am. See, here's the deal. You, you're... you're. Okay, first of all, the human mind, and, and not just the humans, a lot of animals have programmed into them to see faces where there are no faces because you want to people need to see faces okay to survive to survive or whatever so constantly that's why you can look at a cloud oh look there's a happy face and so looking down the, the hallway and you see a troll well something and you and you if, if it looks like it had a face then you make it a troll but it could have just been a a booger in your eye or whatever yeah. it's no it, I, I guess me, so it I, means it means nothing that someone saw what they think is a little troll yeah it, like literally I, i'd just be like eh, well however you however you have not seen that little troll and if you did see that little oh no troll, i've seen i've seen different things and i, seen I just troll? go oh well you've well, seen sure, i got one in my garden it's a garden gnome <laughs> no but anyway i know what you're saying and i i do they steal agree. my underwear i do agree well you can get them to wash your underwear because uh that's a problem over there but anyway um no what i'm saying is that i think that there's um i agree with you that humans want to want to make sense of inputs into their brain that maybe just don't make sense okay i totally agree with that 
However, you know, there still has to be a reason why that door in the bathroom opened as it did. And to this day, I don't have sure, any explanation. Sure, I'm sure. Yeah, but what's the point of trying to figure it out when... No, uh, I'm just saying it, it was just, a weird... It happened. Okay, so, and this is what I'm telling you. I'm not saying a ghost pushed that door. I'm not. What I'm saying is that door got pushed as if somebody or something pushed it, not the wind, and it wasn't any... There was nobody else in the house, so let's, we can leave it at that. Now, what, what that could have been is, you know, obviously up for interpretation, but... Nevertheless, it happened. I don't. Well, I tell do, me this. I do not believe. Tell me I this. I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. No, you probably didn't imagine. So, have you ever been somewhere or just hanging around, and something happens, and you're like, "Whoa, what the hell?" And then you realize, "Oh, it was just that." That uh, happens to yeah, everybody yeah. all the time. Yeah. So you just didn't find the oh, it's just that part. Right. And so instead, and so your mind is just trying to figure out what the hell it is, and and now you have a a. Well, it was show a, on the internet <laughs> well, all because of this well was it no it was that was when i was that was in 1998 but anyway it was the first thing i would say you know you you hear people say oh i've seen weird stuff and i've seen ghosts or i've seen an apparition or i've heard a sound and um the thing is is until you have something completely unexplained that's really really beyond like a, an explanation i mean the thing of well it, beyond what you feel is an explanation because yeah, some people might be able to figure it out because think about it over the the years thousands of years things have always appeared to be um mystical things happen and nobody people knew why like, but then finally somebody but somebody came out and said oh well this is the reason and then and then everyone forgets that they, they thought that was mystical everyone just knows that the moon travels around the earth and it's not just some weird thing up there that's and true. It, it constantly constantly you get more information but when you don't know something i personally if i don't figure something out i'm just like yeah well maybe later i'll i'll have the knowledge or the insight to figure that out but yeah. it doesn't bother me i, I don't go Oh my God! What was that? Well, well. How about this theory then? What do you think about the? What do you think about the potential for some form of communication that humans might have that are beyond what we understand right now, scientifically? In other words, an example is you know the mom that uh, just has a terrible dream that her kid got killed in a car crash, wakes up in the middle of the night, and the phone rings. 20 minutes later and their kid died and they crossed the country somewhere. I mean, that's happened before. So, you know, do you, do you give any potential possibility? Like, are you open enough to believe that maybe there's some stuff we just haven't figured out yet? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. That there's things that you haven't figured out. The one that, the, the example that you presented, though, I, I think is explainable, even though you're not... So, let's say a million people have a dream that someone in their family died. Well, the possibilities of somebody in their family dying is not un, not horrible. It's a small possibility. So what happens is, you know, there's so many people in the world, so many people one night could have a dream that something bad happened, and this one in a million time it did happen. And I don't think that's communication. I think that's coincidence. I see. And that, and that could be true. That could be true. So, how about, I mean, is there anything you think is mystical that we don't understand? That's, that's beyond, that's, I mean, is there anything left that's not explained? 
Sure, women. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? My phone's on. Uh. Okay, so this is something paranormal that just happened right now, and I'm not kidding. I haven't. No, I heard your phone said sorry. Yeah, I haven't touched my phone. I'm going to screenshot it and send it over to you so you can see it. It's for real. Um, so I didn't touch my phone at all. It was just sitting next to me. And Look, I've always had really good respect for you as a rational person, <laughs> but I'm starting to lose that. <laughs> hey, this, you know what? We're doing a paranormal show, so we have to embellish and go along with this, these ideas because they're fun. You know? I mean, there is a certain, there's a certain kind of, let's just say, it makes life more interesting if, if you can, for a second, suspend your disbelief and just yeah, en- I can't and, do and that. Just, it's, and just it's one enjoy. of those things. You have to, en- and, and you can enjoy. There's a lot to enjoy. It's fun. It's fun because, you know, there's so much going on. There's so many of these coincidences, possibly, as you're talking about. And there's so much uh, maybe like um, misunderstanding of inputs to people's brains that they interpret to be an apparition or a, a voice or seeing something odd or a weird coincidence that happens a lot. And so... The explanation, the idea that there are physical spirits and beings around causing these kind of things is, is kind of enchanting. It's kind of fun because it's, it, it lends a little bit more to like, you know, the big question that everyone always wants to know is what happens to us when we're gone? You know, are we still around? But I didn't get to finish my story. So let me finish my story. I did not touch my phone. It was sitting to the right of me and apparently Siri somehow uh, pulled herself up and I'm reading what it says. It's, it's everything I said. It says, is there anything you think is mystical that we don't understand that's beyond this? I mean, there is anything left that's not explained. And then it's, it said, sorry. But anyway, so uh, I know there are some people out there who would completely say that that could be a potential spirit here in the studio right next to me messing with my phone. I know you don't believe that, and I don't really no, believe you, it. You I don't, brushed, I don't, you brushed I don't up why. with it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You were moving, your elbow you hit it. You, <laughs> my el- you, here's the other thing that can happen. You're talking, a uh, little spit thing goes flying, and it hits it, and that changes the capacitance on the screen, it, and, it, and it activates it. Oh, God. What do you mean, oh, God? These are real, <laughs> real things. Real potential, huh? I mean, the thing is, is it's sitting at least like a foot and a half away from me. Um, so why is Siri So active? dick length. You know, you know what? Siri doesn't listen to me when I try and talk to her. Every time I activate that thing, it frustrates me because I think the tone of my voice is uh, such that Siri doesn't listen well. Um, no voice activation works well for me. So the frequency of my voice, even in a room, when I talk to people in a room without amplification, my voice gets drowned out. So voice uh, recognition doesn't work for me at all. But for some reason, it worked really well right now on my phone um, sitting to the right of me. Because you have your DJ voice on. <laughs> hey, but the question is, okay, so tell me something strange that's happened. There's got to be something. There, I, no, I can't think of anything, dude, you, because usually I just like disregard it and it goes away. I mean, I, don't have, I didn't stick to my brain because it's not of any importance. So when you, when you were camping that time and you saw Bigfoot off to the right, it didn't stay in your brain? He was, he was blurry. Is Bigfoot real? Oh, do you think it's a big? Is it possible that there's an animal that people have not been able to capture or, or figure out is really there? Mm, small percentage. I, I think by now we 
We would have seen it. I think so too. I mean, if it's still alive, if it's if it, if it is dead now, then obviously. I, well, we talk like it's one. I mean, there would be herds of them, you know. I mean, it'd be like any other. Yeah, animal. I apologize. Unless you know what though, you know what some people say, is Bigfoot's not really just like an animal. There's a there's a uh, mystical spiritual side to it that's some sort of creature that that uh, is multi-dimensional so it can move between dimensions now you're a man of science so tell me about these multiple dimensions string theory and so forth do you buy into that at all is there another Mauricio out there doing something totally different right now with a hot girl you know it <laughs> no how can I say no to, say no to that setup <laughs> <laughs> I know but anyway, no, for real, do you really think, what about multiple dimensions? Because that's where the Bigfoot or the Yeti could come in is like maybe, you know, maybe there's an advanced life form that somehow has mastered switching between dimensions. No? Um, yeah, there's a possibility. I mean, there's a really good explanation um, of flatland. Like somebody made these like, circles and squares that are flat <clears throat> and they and they, all, they live in two-dimensional world and there was an explanation on the internet i'm sure i could find it if i had to and they described how a three-dimensional being that came in would mystify them because it would be like it's changing shapes and stuff as it's moving up and down through their two-dimensional space so yeah something like that could happen in the fourth dimension mm -hmm. or fifth or whatever um but i don't know if it would look like an animal like that right it, it maybe it would look like a misty figure that was kind of see-through probably a, a blob of some sort like an, <laughs> like an orb like the orbs that people capture on their cameras well, that's just light yeah I, you know I kind of agree with you I'm not sure about those orbs because I, I think that has anyone proved that yet? There's got to be some optical scientist that's given this full explanation of lenses and light and orbs somewhere. Probably. I haven't seen it. There's also things people catch, uh, these things called ball lightning. Ball lightning? The, What's it's, that? It's a, it's a big ball of, of light that's just hanging in midair. And uh, they, they kind of, they came... Someone figured out it was lightning, but it's a very different kind of lightning. Huh. You know um, what? You, I'm look, looking it up to remind myself. Right. You know, speaking of orbs and ball sphere type things, um, we have a mutual friend, Sean, and uh, he had something happen to him years ago on an old highway called 67 here where we live in San Diego County. Um, do you remember this story, Mauricio? I do not. Okay, so he was traveling along the 67 in his Gidget Mobile, which uh, was a white Volkswagen Rabbit convertible, Cabriolet. Cabriolet. Yeah, and uh, lots of things went down with that. Two, the two other things happened with that Cabriolet, which we might as well talk about. Um, but anyway, he was on this dark road, which is, you know, not, you know, it's traveled, but not relative to urban city life it's not well traveled um well are you, are you talking about the one where he rolled up his windows uh that happened on the same road but what i'm talking about is a sphere that he saw 
So he was, dri- he was driving along, and he noticed in the corner of his eye a sphere, like a volleyball, following his car, like flying along at the same speed of his car. So he looked up to the left, and he saw this sphere, like a volleyball, and then he looked back at the road, and he looked back up, and it was still there. Now, the thing is, is he, initially, he thought this is one of those um, spheres that they put on power lines that cross the road, but... If it was, it wouldn't be still there in the same place while he's going 60 miles an hour. So um, he looks back up and he takes a closer look at it. It's not glowing from inside, but he can see it because the light from his headlights is reflecting on the bottom half of it and lighting it up appropriately as it would be lit up from a light source right near it. So anyway, that happened and it, it went on for 60 seconds to maybe less, you know, probably a minute I'm just guessing at that but um, yeah and then it just disappeared and that was that so that that and he never you know that guy never says anything that's off the wall I mean everything he's always he has no reason to make that up he's not the kind of person who would make something up like that and he's not the kind of person who's ever said anything else happened like that since so um, I was I think that was an interesting thing that happened though. I mean, it's right in the realm of the UFOs and stuff like that. But again, maybe that ball was from a different dimension. Yeah, those different dimension kids keep losing their fucking balls. Ooh, I said a bad word. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't say bad words. Yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'll delete it from the recording. But um, yeah, you said it earlier, by the way. I know I did. I stopped myself halfway through it though. We're n- we're new to this radio thing, so um, yes, I apologize. It's it's not that we can't say that; it's that it makes us look cl- not classy. Yes, all oh, right, because talking about ghosts is it make, classy. It is. It makes us look like our uh, vocabulary is tiny. Well, yeah, English is my second language. I don't know this language <laughs> very well. I haven't quite mastered it. <laughs> Do you need a bathroom break? Uh, actually, I, I need a water break. I need to get some water. Okay, I'm going to play a song right now, and then uh, we will be right back. All right. All right, here we go. we 
and more radio live we're gonna bring back in our guest the skeptic Mauricio you're back on man all right can we not use my real name <laughs> it's too late <laughs> I'm kidding no so uh, being that we're talking about strange unusual tell me something unusual tell everyone something unusual I mean in your world in my world, this is unusual. Okay. Steve Rowan doing this show is unusual. <laughs> oh, I just used your full name. You don't want that. I'll probably, I guess I'll put it online. It doesn't matter. I do all kinds of interesting stuff. This is fun for me. Anyone who doesn't know, um, I've always wanted... I had a, a pirate radio station a long time ago. As a matter of fact, Mauricio, uh, I'm not going to say your last name this time. Uh, but anyway, we built transmitters and in your mom's garage remember that yeah that oh sure that was fun you know the coolest thing was is i never had a transmitter that went further than a few blocks from my house and then we built those amplifiers and stuff that one night and we turned them on and we went for a ride and uh it went all it went miles man that thing was cooking and anyway i remember we got back and it was literally cooking it burned my finger when i touched the transistor <laughs> and we turned it off and it never ever turned on again so as an electrical engineer is that what would be expected of a transistor cooking itself to work and then when you turn it off it just never works again oh i'm sure we cooked uh, more than that uh we didn't have it tuned properly and what happens is it, it gets feedback in positive feedback and in, in, in it just yeah it was bad i didn't know anything back then about that but I, I know what you're talking about now if it got super hot like that most likely it was tuned improperly and it was reflecting signals back into itself the device that we yeah yeah and it never turned back on and then i gave it to a guy that i i worked with and he said he was gonna fix it and he stole it he didn't fix it <laughs> But anyway, um, but that was those those were different days. I mean, there was no internet radio whatsoever, and uh, 
it was kind of cool. And the problem with internet radio is that, uh, or not internet, well, internet radio is saturated. It's hard to find listeners, right, to get someone's attention. But um, with pirate radio, what was hard was finding someone who was just kind of swooping around at the time looking for something to hear because the biggest problem was that people had set their presets in their radio and they're in their car and they're just, they jump between their presets. They're never ever going to find you or hear you. You know, so that was the thing. But um, but even back then, there was ghost stories happening. I remember uh, watching a TV show. That was even before the all the ghost and haunted stuff ended up on TVs. A fairly recent thing. Have you uh, have you watched any of those shows about the the ghost hunters and paranormal witness and all those things? I didn't know that they were on. Yeah, there's a ton of them. There's a channel American. Destination America is, runs them all day long. There's most. I, I I have a hard time watching them because not much happens a lot of times, and I think that producers kind of stretch to make stuff happen clearly. But um, there is one that's produced really well, and I can't think of the name of it. But man, they make that seem so real. The people that are on there and the way they're the way they're responding to it and everything is like really creepy it's they do a great job i wish i remember what show that was but whichever one that was was really um uh, is is good man i i watched that and i watched like three or four of them and i start to get creeped out to be honest in my house with the lights off so but you should check those i out. guess that's one good thing about being a skeptic is i, I never worry about that stuff you never I, i'm never scared of like there's something coming out of my closet <laughs> or whatever it's just yeah whatever <laughs> Yeah. You've never ever looked down a dark hallway with a little bit of fear, no. Only, only maybe for oh shit! I hope there's sorry uh, for the cussing. Yeah. I hope that there is no intruder kind of thing. Like if it's a, <laughs> a not my house, but somebody else's house or some somewhere else. You know. Yeah. Reality can hurt you, so yeah. <laughs> I, I sometimes hope there's, you know, huddling behind the door or whatever. And that's a. I guess that's a real possibility, but. So never ever, you never look down a dark hallway and, and get creeped out. Um, I remember as a kid. Yeah. That would, uh, yeah. I, huh. I definitely would get that feeling. And you never got that feeling out in the desert by yourself in a tent? Like the No, that's like the most freeing. No. Not, not unless it's a Yamaha banshee that's coming over the dune. <laughs> so what do you know about banshees, real banshees? You know the idea behind that, right? That when a, uh, you hear a screaming banshee in the forest, I think it's from Ireland is where that, that folklore comes from, where the idea is if you run into this woman or you hear her, she's sort of coming for your life and you're about to die. Not possible in your world, huh? Hey, I've got, I don't get it. I've got a story from Mexico, and this is a personal story, and this, is, this happened according to my grandmother, who passed away this year. Um, chupacabras. <laughs> no, 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 not chupacabras. This is different. So, okay, so I asked her, and this was probably a year ago. By the way, I hear an echo of myself. Maybe you can turn your headphones down a tiny bit. Sure. But... Um, Okay, so what happened was I asked her because, you know, she was older and I thought, well, I wonder if my grandma's ever had anything strange or unusual happen. And uh, she did. And she told me. Um, she lived in a little town. Well, I don't know how little it is, but seemed, I imagine it to be a little town called Zacatecas in Mexico. That's where she was. It's not that small. Born. 
And it actually looks really interesting. I've got a magazine of it, and a lot of the buildings in the town square look very much like Balbo Park in San Diego. Um, and what I was told was that that town, uh, it was a mining town. I'm not sure if it was gold or silver, but they found gold, <laughs> gold or silver, some precious metal. And what happened was uh, initially it was mined locally, and then when the Spaniards came to the area, they took over, and they mined a bunch of it, and they built up a city. So this, the town of Zacatecas is very much uh, like uh, Spanish-influenced, and it looks exactly like the buildings in Balbo Park in San Diego. Uh, really pretty looking place. But anyway, so she grew up there and uh, her father uh, died when she was t 10, 10 or 11. But one thing she said that was really strange when I said, have you ever had a weird experience? And she said, uh, the night that my father died, um, we were at home and this is a very, probably a lot smaller place than it is today. They were all at home, and there was seven or eight kids, actually, and uh, one on the way. And what happened was um, she remembers that her father was sick, and it was two in the morning, two or three in the morning, a really late, late time of night in this very small town where everybody would be asleep. And anyway, there was a knock at the door, a really loud knock. And it kind of startled everyone who was up because her father was really sick and, you know, I don't know if he was coughing a lot, but the, everybody was worried and they were, you know, taking a look at him or whatever. And so anyway, but he went to the door because he was the man of the house and it was very late. And he went to the door and opened the door and there was nobody there. But everybody heard the knock at the door. And then within an hour, he died. He passed away. So my grandmother thought that was really strange that, you know, in this place where there's, you know, it's extremely unusual for someone to be on the streets of a small town that late at night and then to even go knock on a neighbor's door knowing they're going to wake them up. Uh, so anyway, that was her story and um, she just thought that was really strange and then her father died within the hour of, of the unusual knock at the door. So. Apparently, there's paranormal is is in Mexico as well. It get, it gets down south. No. Yeah, there's okay. a there's, sure. There's a lot of people down there that are very paranormal bound people. Oh, you think so? Is it is it popular in Mexico? Uh, paranormal stuff. Yeah, it's it it does. Yeah, very. But it's it's um, not quite the same as here. Meaning like. I don't know. It's more like folklore, not not the banshee ghost or anything. But there's a lot of a lot of dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> According to you, dumb stuff. So, so mm -hmm. you're saying that in Mexico, there's a lot more um, superstition. Maybe is that a better word? There's a lot. There you go. There you go. A lot of superstition. This is the <clears throat> the uh, the lower class, meaning the people that are not in the city. Uh, I don't know how to how to put that. I mean, city folk, country folk, just like here. Yeah, country folk <laughs> that believe that. 
Right. Mostly. You know what? I had a, uh, I worked for a boss that said that he had a Mexican woman that worked for him and um, they had to fire her and she came into his office and said something in Spanish and opened up a little pouch and blew some dust all over his, his desk and said that she had gone to a witch with and gotten this special powder to curse him in some way for her dismissal of her job so well i hope it wasn't some sort of fungus <laughs> right there are some things that could really happen it's you could really uh kill someone with that mm -hmm. way huh yeah so anyway hey um well this is the first uh broadcast we're doing um i have to go i wish i could stay longer because i think this is going really well um but I have it's ten o'clock. I have small going? children to tend to. I wish I could stay up longer, but it's a you know there's a possibility I could get get her in here. I don't know. Uh, I think I guess we'll just cut it off now, and and maybe we'll have you back, the skeptic, the in-house skeptic. Uh, but um, anyway, it was fun, man, and it worked out well, and the software's working good. I think it was awesome. We've got connection. And now we know it works. And I think this is really super cool that we're broadcasting live worldwide right now. Uh, and then this is going to end up as a podcast because I've recorded it. So I'll put it out there. And I think this was cool. This, like this, what we talked about was interesting. And I think people are going to want to hear it. So anyway, thanks for being on the show. And uh, we're going to do this again in a couple weeks. Okay. Thank All you. All right. See you guys later. Coming soon.